So, uh... Yeah, I've definitely got it this Even though time. he has no experience, and, um... I don't know. Can he speak French? I have no idea. <laughs> Can he do anything? I doubt it. Like, and these are all... I guess, I mean, I guess his family's French, so... Maybe he can. Yeah, like everyone in doubt it though. The White House still, uh, like they're all, they're all old war buddies still. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What did you do during the war? I, as far as I know, nothing. You sat in Chicago and whined at newspapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous. And they thing. have so many more things to worry about than you. Yeah, right now. <laughs> Shut up. So true. Shut up. So on May 14th, 1881, I was right. Blaine is the Secretary of State. So that's why he's picking who's going to be their Mm -hmm. ambassadors. Yeah. And he finally tells Gateau directly he's not going to be the consul. You know, I I bet you're going to not believe this, but it's not going to be you. Yeah, and he and he still thinks that that's not about him. He thinks that they aren't willing to get rid of the guy who's currently consul because Blaine is friends with him. Yikes. So it's not his fault. It's like nepotism. It's nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah, it's that this guy likes that guy better. And okay. unfortunately, he's the one picking, unlike the president who clearly thinks that you're the best. Wow. Lord, give me the confidence <laughs> of a mediocre white man. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. So after that... Unrelated, he says. Mm-hmm. Completely unrelated oh, yeah. to that rejection. Unrelated. Um, he's like, I should kill the president. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Woo, just swerving. I should kill Garfield. So I should kill the president. Wait, didn't you just say the president's the only one who likes you? Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't want to kill Blaine for some reason. I don't understand. He wants to kill President Garfield. That'll prove, that'll show him. I don't. Yeah, I don't what? really know. What? Hold on, I have to look up something. Child, real tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> what, what's going on in that brain of yours? What? <laughs> so the only answer is I have to kill the president. He says so many times, too. Like, it's not related to the fact that I didn't get the consulship. What was it related to? But he also will say, like... I lost the consulship, and then a few days later, I was like, I should kill the president. And I'm like, the fact that you mentioned those so closely together perhaps makes me think they are related. And, like, what? So I'm going to wait on that for a minute because i got to do some of this first. But, um, and he thinks, there's some things that say he thinks that God is commanding him to do that. I don't believe that. But because of the doctrine of perfection, he thinks that God is in support of anything he does. And so he thinks that no matter what, if he's got like a thought that randomly comes to his head, he's like, God must want me to do this. Why would I think this if God didn't want me to do this? Yeah. So I don't think it's like the direct way that people say it as, but it kind of indirectly becomes God wants me to do everything that right. I do. Due to your philosophy, therefore yes. God must... He must want this. God made me this way, therefore God would approve. And he says he had the idea, and then he dismisses it as like, no, I shouldn't do that. And then it comes back again more intensely like the next day that it's like, you have to do that. And then he— Oh, wow, this guy needs— Like, okay. This guy needs help. And Like, a lot of help. He really doesn't like the word assassinated. Why wouldn't he mm, like it? It's got a na- he says it has like a bad taste to it. Mm. So he prefers the word removed. Mm, he needs to remove Garfield. <laughs> He's going to be a president remover. Yeah. And then he thinks everyone will be happier. Apparently currently the Republican party is split. 
I'm assuming into people who have gotten over uh, the fact that they lost the war and people who haven't. And he thinks this will unite them if he kills Garfield. What are they going to unite into? Does Don't know. But he's like that. Sorry, if he removes Garfield. So in order to do that, the first step in assassinating the president was he goes to Boston. Yes, um, clearly. And he edits his plagiarized book mm-hmm. and um, makes sure there's going to be copies to buy once he's in prison. Yeah. Because now mean, people are going to be really interested in his thoughts. That is true. He is thinking, yep, got to do that. Uh, and they, I told you about the uh, the musical Assassins. Mm-hmm. They have a line in there where they say that he killed the president to sell his book <laughs> because of this. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, probably. That's I mean, the goal. Not unrelated. Yeah. Um, so he borrows $10 from someone to go purchase a revolver because he doesn't have $10, apparently, oh, no. to buy a gun. Uh, and he doesn't know a lot about firearms, but this guy at the gun shop is telling him that this gun could kill a horse. Uh, and so he's like, perfect. If it can kill a horse, it can kill a cat. Specifically, he gets a forty-four Webley British Bulldog revolver. Okay. Um, and he was going to go with one that was cheaper, that had a wooden handle, but there's another one that has an ivory handle. And he thinks that one's going to look better in the museum. <laughs> He's so petty. So he he's, buys that one. He's so petty. It's just gross, my dude. He is correct, though. <laughs> I mean, good choice, sir. Good choice. But good eye. <laughs> good eye but for you're a scumbag. <laughs> you're so gross, but he is correct. Um, that one is going to last a lot longer yeah, good in for a you. museum. Um, so, yeah, he's like, it's worth the extra dollar. It's only another dollar. For posterity. Especially because I'm not even using my own money. So I'm borrowing money oh, from someone for this. Oh, my God. The revolver has since been lost. Well, gosh dang it. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Well. It was all for nothing. Should have bought the cheap one. Um, so he spends a few weeks doing target practice at a lake. Wow. Impressive. And he talks about it. I think he only does it a couple times. Mm-hmm. He talks about, like, getting used to the kick of the gun and how he's, like, emptying, you know, shells out so that he can just, like, feel it cool. Oh, my gosh. And how people are, like, walking around the lake, you know, just, like, enjoying themselves. Uh-huh. And they're like, what was that? And he's like, oh, it's a pretty powerful gun, huh? <laughs> just, like, you know, just basking in it. Yeah, and he asked the guy he buys the bullet from, like, or the bullets and the gun from, like, where can I practice around here? And the guy's like, you can go to the lake. He's like, technically it's illegal to shoot in this city, but they won't be mad if you shoot it over there. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Yeah. And he's like, great. So that's what he does. I'll go do it at the lake. Sounds good. And then, what's the next step, Haley? A horse. You gotta start stalking the president. Oh, <laughs> You gotta stalk that big cat. So he follows him to church on Sunday. I can't even, like, this world where you can just stalk the president uh-huh. casually. Yep. I mean, there's a reason you can't anymore. This is why. <laughs> and also, like, the president knows who you are. You've met him in so person. How would he be like, what's well, that guy again? See, I actually think that works to his favor mm-hmm. because he already knows he's weird, he already yeah. knows what he wants. And that he's, like, being creepy about it. And, like, he's going to recognize him. Mm -hmm. So he's not immediately going to be like, someone's running up to me. He's going to be like, oh, it's that guy again. Right. Like, it's it's good, but it's still like, oh, it's just annoying. Like, you're here all the time now. 
And as far as I know, Garfield at this point doesn't see him stalking him. Mm -hmm. Apparently he's pretty good at it. He's finally good at something, (laughs) stalking the president. He found his calling. So he goes to the church and he sees that Garfield is sitting by a window and he's like, perfect. Like if he sits here all the time, then next week I'll come back on Sunday. Remember, he's Christian. Next week I'll come back on Sunday and I'm going to go on the roof and I'll shoot down so I make sure I only hit him. What? Why would you not through... Like, through the window. Because he wants to make sure he doesn't kill anyone else. He only wants to remove the president. He's doing this to help people. He's not trying to kill a random person. Then how, like, how would you aim through the roof? I don't know. (laughs) What? I don't understand what's happening. That seems like a terrible idea, but go on. Yeah. Yeah, that part of the plan seems ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh, everything else is fine. Yeah, it seemed pretty solid up till now. Yeah, with your Christianity and your doctrine of perfection, shoot him on Sunday. I'm sure God won't care. Also, Garfield's like such a big guy. I wouldn't trust anything to stand between me and that man. Like, I would want to be point blank. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to have to go through a couple layers of suit and, like, a couple pounds of fat. And I mean, and if you're, like, on the roof, you're going to have to go, like, unless there's, like, an opening, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to go through the, like, material. Yeah, like, like the there's wood and the everything. Like, two, like, yeah, the the roofing, the, like, I don't know. Like, a couple floors of, yeah. yeah, rafters. What's your plan? No. Your plan is bad. Your your plan is bad. And not only is it bad because of all those things, it's also bad because the next weekend, Garfield's going out of town. Yeah. To the beach with his wife. To the beach. And so then, you know, unfortunately, that ruins Gateau's plan for the church shooting. But he's like, hey, I can just go to the train and shoot him on his way to the beach. Mm-hmm. And so he follows him. To the train. But then he, he overhears that uh, Garfield's wife is sick, and he's like, oh, I don't want to set her while she's sick. <laughs> what? I mean, being sick and then also your husband dying, that's too much. That's, like, mean. I wouldn't want to do it when she's sick. So, yeah, he skips it right then. And then he follows uh, Garfield to Mr. Blaine's house, mm-hmm. to the Secretary of State. I mean, that's the best. And he sees them, like, laughing and being cordial through the window. He can't hear them, but he follows them there, and he sees this as proof of his um, idea that Blaine is actually in control and Garfield is not. <laughs> it's like every worst nightmare. They're just, like, in his mind, they're laughing about him. And I think... Like, the reason he wants to remove Gateau is I think he thinks that Blaine is not going to stay as Secretary of State because that's an appointed position. Right. So they'll get someone else, and then maybe that person will put him in. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's just the way of getting a new cabinet instead of killing Blaine for some reason. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. I guess because killing Blaine doesn't unite the Republican Party like he wants to also. Mm -hmm. So, uh... He sees that, and he's like, definitely got to kill a president. Yep. 100%. Definitely. 1,000%. Definitely. (laughs) Got to do it. (laughs) Yep. Got to do it. I wasn't sure before, but now I'm definitely going to kill the president. (laughs) Very, very sure I've got to do it. Uh Uh-huh. And so he lays in wait for the president at a railway station. Because he knows that he's going to go on another trip later because he's stalking him. And I think this is the time when they're still posting in the paper the president's plans. Yeah, yikes. Don't like, do that. Like, oh, he's going here, and he's going to take this train from this railway station at this time. So it's not as hard to stalk him. <laughs> you'd, you'd think, like, it would be obvious why you shouldn't do that. See, and I think that's weird, but then also I was reading—I was doing research for a different uh, episode 
about someone who's not even obviously that famous as being the president. And they're like, look, and she went on a trip to Europe. And it's like in multiple papers. And like she lives in a small town. But I was like, still, it's weird. They're like, this is when she gets back. And I'm like, this is very strange. And this is the boat they're taking on their cruise. And I'm like, what? So I guess if they just don't have news, they're like, guess what the president's doing? He's going to the beach. And like, sure, you can like... People, you know, report, like, when the president's on vacation or when he goes on a trip, but they don't tell you the schedule. Mm -hmm. They don't tell you when Air Force One takes off. Right. Yikes. No, it's bad because they know better now. But uh, also before this happens, Gateau is arranging for a cab driver to take him to prison. Oh, no. Afterwards. (laughs) Don't plan for failure. No, he wants to go. And so he, uh, because it's going to make him notorious. If you're in prison, you can't be an ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. What is wrong? There's a reason. I'll tell you There's in a minute. There's so much wrong. <laughs> There's a reason. He needs help. Like, I don't like him, yeah. but he needs so much help. But so he arranges for this, uh, he says, colored man to give him a ride because uh-huh. the guy says he's only going to charge him $2. Uh-huh. And he's like, great price. <laughs> nice price. Into it. <laughs> and so then he, but when he goes on that day, that was like two weeks before this, right? When he first started. Yeah. Because uh, he wanted to summon him at will. And then when he goes two weeks later, when he's going to do this, uh, that guy's not there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm assuming he's working, probably. And so then he's like, where's this guy? And they're like, he's not here. And then uh, he's like, finds another colored man. I guess there are white men available, but he probably thinks the colored men are cheaper. (laughs) And so he's like, hey, would you take me um, to do this? And he's like, and he doesn't say like, take me to prison after I murder the president, obviously. (laughs) But he says like, would you be available to give me a ride later? Mm -hmm. Um, And the guy says like, yeah, I could take you for $2. And then he's like, hmm, I'll think about it. And I'm like, what's the point of this? Like, the other guy said $2, and, like, you were okay with it. And then this guy, you don't know him or something, so yeah. then you're like, maybe. Maybe. And I think he comes back later and is like, okay. <laughs> so I'm just like, what was the point? I don't know. I don't understand you. I don't know what the point is for most of I this. I can't understand his mind. But so uh, the president is, you know, he's waiting for the president to get there, and he's, like, pacing and, like, getting his shoes shined, apparently, just, like, to do something because yeah. he's, like, getting antsy. And, like, he's got the cab ready. Want to kill the president. Oh, man. Ooh. Um, and he talks about how Garfield enters the station and he can see him from a distance. And he's like, there he is. And I, I think he sees a guy with him who looks or he says is Mr. Blaine. But he says, does it look like Mr. Blaine, even though he's met him? But he says, like, but when I remember he was meeting him at his house the other day, I'm like, oh, he does look like that guy. And I'm like, what? what? Do you not know what he looks like for some reason? Huh. Yeah, weird face blindness for people who won't give you jobs. I don't know. <laughs> weird stress face. I don't know. Have no idea. But anyway, uh, he sees Garfield and he's like, got to do it now. And so he pulls out his revolver and he shoots him twice. He okay. shoots him once and Garfield turns around as if he didn't know what just happened. <laughs> what? Because, I mean, and a lot of times when you get shot, you're in shock. Right. And it's like a really loud sound. And he was just like, what is that? And mm-hmm. so he turns around and he shoots him again. Um, which, I mean, if you're, like you said, Garfield's a big dude. If you want to take him down, a few bullets is probably a good idea. You got to. And that you got a gun that could kill a horse. You so got, You got to. Man's a buffalo. It probably works. Um, he doesn't die right then. 
Um, but he does end up dying from his injuries. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is what Gateau is saying. I am the stalwart of the stalwarts. Arthur is president now. Because guess who's vice president? Chester Allen Arthur. This house <laughs> against president. Who? I don't who know. Who is that guy? Who is that man? <laughs> it all connects. It's all together. It's all one story. History is one round. <laughs> and this is just the precursor to your boy being president. <laughs> I have... I think that's what it is. It's a blindness for veeps who become president. I mean, that's fair. They didn't get elected. They're not real it's not, presidents. No. no. They're not supposed to be there. They're the alternate. Yeah. So I don't know who they are. Uh, he writes a letter to General Sherman that I'm going to read to you real quick. Chester does? No. Uh, Gateau does. Uh, let me pull it up. It's short. It says, <laughs> yo. To General Sherman. Uh-huh. I have just shot the president. <laughs> Hey, I shot your boy. I shot him several times, <laughs> as I wished him to go as easily as possible. Uh-huh. His death was a political necessity. Mm. I am a lawyer. No. Theologian. No. And politician. No, all of those are false. I am a stalwart of the stalwarts. Mm. I was with General Grant and the rest of our men in New York during the canvass. Mm. So, like, maybe he was in the war. He doesn't talk about it. You were in New York, um, that's about it. I am going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to go to jail now. Please order out your troops and take possession of the jail at once. Oh. Very okay. respectively, or respectfully, Charles Gateau. Huh. I hate him. Gosh. <laughs> and then General Sherman responded to this. He responded. Not to him. Yeah. To someone nearby. Mm-hmm. That someone wrote down that he stated, uh, I do not know the writer. <laughs> Never heard of or saw him, to my knowledge. Yeah. So, this is, like, his plea for, like, he thinks he's going to get out of prison, Haley. That's why he wants to go to jail. He thinks he's going to get out of jail. Uh, He thinks he's not going to get charged with this because everyone knows it's the right thing to do. No. 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 Yeah. No. Also, I love the reply. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Who is this guy? Who is this? I don't. It's like the end of Burn After Reading. It's like, what what did we learn from this? Also, like... What's happening? Like, I am assuming that he sent that, like, be- maybe before or, like, right after he shot the president, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, he can't—he goes to jail right after. Right. So he must have sent that before that happened, which makes me think that, like, it either got there before Garfield is shot or before that General Sherman might know Garfield is shot. Mm-hmm. So then it just seems like he's insane. Yeah. And then, like, maybe he learns, like, the next day that, like, Garfield actually got shot by someone. And is like, what? Right. It's and like, it's, like, wait, actually that guy. That's real? Right. It just, <gasps> like, seems like a weird crazy man is writing you a letter for no reason. And you're just like, okay, psycho. Okay. And then it's like, that's a real thing. Right. He probably gets a letter like this once a month. Yeah. From all sorts of, like, nutters and weirdos. Um, so Garfield dies on September 19th, which is 11 weeks after he's been shot. Oh, it's so long. Ugh. Yeah, I bet they thought he was he might pull through at some point too. <laughs> and the thing is, <clears throat> he dies after a long bout from blood poisoning. Oh, honey. Because the doctors aren't washing their hands who yeah. are digging around in his body. Yeah, he he could have lived. Yes. Yep. And he didn't because people wouldn't wash their hands. Say, Which is funny because we were just talking we about that. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's 1880. Wash your freaking hands. So, like, or, like, 1880-something. So, like, um... It is astonishing. You should be doing it by now. Like, 
just like with nothing else different, Mm -hmm. the number of people who will live or die based on the surgeon just washing their hands. Uh Uh-huh. Right. There's a reason that, like, there are stations everywhere now for them to use hand sanitizer because it's so much more convenient and it still does the same thing and why they're always wearing gloves. And they change their gloves constantly. Yeah. If you have, like, one hospital where nobody washes their hands and one hospital where everyone washes their hands and nothing else is different, everyone in the hospital where no one washes their hands is going to live. Like, everyone's going to die in that hospital. Everyone. But Gateau is really excited about this. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he thinks now they can't even charge him with the death of the president. It's not his fault. He didn't kill the president. It's kind of your fault. Doctors killed the president. I mean, they... He would have lived without the doctors. He wouldn't have been ill without you. Yeah. But maybe he would have lived. I mean, I'm not impressed with the doctors. (laughs) I mean, I'm not impressed with the argument that this lawyer is trying to make. (laughs) He's not a good lawyer. And I have he's to read not, you. He's not a lawyer anyway. He's not. I have to read you another one of his arguments for why he shouldn't get like the death penalty, basically. Okay. Uh, th- it, this is under the heading "Legal View of the Assassination" by him. Okay. I shot the president without malice or murderous intent. Oh, uh, what was your intent? Hold on, hold on. I, I can't, I can't. I'm so excited. <laughs> we bought, no, I'm just saying, like, we, we bought a gun, you know, he bought a gun that would kill a horse mm-hmm. and then did target practice. And then he says, I didn't intend to kill him. No. Only to remove him. And I'm like, do you think that removing was going to be like, um, just he gets shot and then he's not president anymore? That's not how it works. Also, you didn't shoot him in, like, the leg. No. Like, in the chest mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, and twice. Like, maybe once is an accident. It's funny, though, that he says that because the thing about, like, Victoria when we talked about it was, like, almost none of those people had the ability to even shoot her. Like, almost, like, so many of them didn't even want to. They're just like, can right. I just have a vacation? Yeah, can I just Australia? get out of here, please? <laughs> And uh, I'm so impressed that, like— And it worked. His gun even went off. So many people, when they try to assassinate, their guns don't even go yeah, off. Yeah, it just jams. And h- this idiot, of all people, his works perfectly. And shot him twice. And he died. <laughs> yeah. From complications from the wounds. So— But he says, I deny any legal liability in this case. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You don't get to choose. No one cares. That's not how it works. What you, the assailant, thinks what you have. In order to constitute the crime of murder, two elements must coexist. First, an actual homicide. Second, malice. Malice in law and malice in fact. The law presumes malice from the fact of the homicide. The degree of malice depends upon the condition of the man's mind at the time of the homicide. If two men quarrel and one shoots the other in a heat of passion, the law says that is manslaughter. You were not quarreling with him. You shot him in the back when he didn't know you were there. (laughs) You did after stalking him for weeks. For weeks. (laughs) And practicing. In remoteness of the shooting from the moment of the conception fastens the degree of malice. Mm -hmm. The further you go from the conception to the shooting, the greater the malice, because the law says that in shooting a man a few hours or a few days after conception, the mind has a chance to cool, and therefore the act is deliberate. So you're arguing against yourself? Yeah. 
He's not good at this. He's an exceptionally bad lawyer. Malice, in fact, depends upon the circumstances attending the homicide. Malice in law is liquidated in this case by the facts. Is it? And circumstances as set forth in these pages attending the removal of the president. I had none but the best feelings personally towards the president. I always thought of him and spoke of him as General Garfield. I'm done. I never had the slightest idea of removing Mr. Blaine or any other member of the administration. My only object was to remove Mr. Garfield in his official capacity as president of the United States and to unite the Republican Party and save the republic from going into control of rebels and Democrats. Um, yikes. You're so bad at this. I put away all sentiment and did my duty to God and to the American people. There's, where do you even start with this? (laughs) First of all, terrible lawyer. Yeah. Like, even if you don't know that much about law, he literally just argued against himself. Because right before this is his autobiography where he's talking about stalking him and practicing with the gun. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's like, but I didn't, I wasn't mad at him. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It wasn't like premeditated. Except for that it was. For weeks. No. Oh, my God. Especially because you bought the gun for this purpose. You didn't already have a gun. Right. And then just get mad and then shoot him. Also that he's like, when people get in fights, I'm like, you weren't in a fight. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make, that's not a good argument when right. that's not what happened. And it wasn't like an accident. You didn't slip. No. And accidentally shoot him in the foot. Right. Manslaughter means accident. That's the whole point of manslaughter. Someone died from an accident. He didn't step out in front of your horse and buggy. No. You shot him in the back. You waited for him and shined <laughs> your shoes and paced around and sent letters and edited your book. You you decided not to do it at one point because <sighs> his wife was sick. Uh, I have a quote that says, Gateau becomes something of a media darling during his trial for his bizarre behavior. He's so weird. Including constantly bad-mouthing his defense team. I'm surprised he didn't represent himself, but he probably couldn't legally. I'm getting, like, severe, like, underperforming Ted Bundy vibes mm-hmm. from this guy. Yeah. 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 Like, something is very wrong with him in the head, and also he thinks he's a lot better than he is. Yeah. Right. Like, obviously, I don't want to compliment a murderer, Mm -hmm. but at least Ted Bundy was tricky. Could, like, attend law school and pass classes. Yeah. He was, like, actually becoming a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. And he actually was getting away with his crimes. Yeah. You didn't even try to get away. No. You thought, like, admitting it and telling people was the right thing to do. And guess what? There were policemen at the train station who arrested him immediately. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to get a car to drive to jail. People are there ready to take you. You're at a train station. There's always policemen there. You idiot. Have you never been to a train station? Have you never shot a police? Have you never shot a president before? Yeah. People will be there. You think maybe there's some police around him sometimes? Um... So, yeah, he's bad-mouthing his defense team. He formats his testimony in epic poems, which he recites at length. (laughs) What? And he solicits legal advice from random spectators in the audience via Uh, passing them notes. Well, that's kind of fun. Just to random observers. He's like, what do you think I should do? That's kind of fun, What should I say? (laughs) It's like asking uh, your comment section on a YouTube video. Yeah, he's making it, like, into a forum. Yeah, it's like a a Twitch stream. Like, no wonder people want to go to this trial. They want to give him some advice. Honestly, that would be—I would go and be like, yeah, say an elephant did it or something. As I told you uh, from what I've been reading, he dictated an autobiography to the New York Herald. 
And, um, and they just, like, raised him. And it opens with quotes. Because the ones I was reading was from the his marriage section. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, I put in a few quotes in here that I especially liked, which was, uh, in a literary point of view, the work has no value whatsoever. <laughs> uh, yeah. His vanity is literally nauseating. Yes. You're like, I'm feeling it. I want to barf right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. I told you I was getting a migraine. It's uh-huh. true. <laughs> it's happening. Um, so I'm almost done. But he, uh, like I said, he blames everything on his father. It's all his dad's fault. It's Oneida's oh. fault. Oh, yeah. Remember he was beaten? Yeah. And his dad made him go to that Christian community that ruined his life. You know how all the other people in that cult also killed the president? Yeah, remember? They did it all together as a group. Yeah. (sighs) All those other murders that they all committed, all those women. He also Mm. ends his autobiography with a personal ad for a Christian (laughs) woman to marry. Oh, no. Preferably in her early 30s. Oh, no. She's, she got to be Good hot. Christian woman. She got to be thin. She got to be like a nine, a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Bouncy. Yep. She, she has to laugh at my jokes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. She's got to call me stalwart mm-hmm. and think I'm the best lawyer ever. The stalwart of stalwarts. She got to read my book every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry. Under 30. She can't be 30. Gross. No, under 30. Over 30 is too old. Nasty. Gross. Uh, We say both burgeoning on 30. (laughs) Yeah. Not there yet, but Mm -hmm. soon. Can't wait. We're we're that meme. Soon. Can't wait to be out of the range of this gross ghost. So he's uh, blissfully oblivious to the fact that the American public, I don't know, like hates him because he murdered a president. I mean, what's changed? And they talk about this in the Assassin musical, too, That I because uh, I listened to the soundtrack of it. And I appreciate this part, at least, because uh, it's not a great musical, especially for, like, Stephen Sondheim. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> you no wrote fun. this? <laughs> Only America. <laughs> no land. I mean, it's pretty funny sometimes. <laughs> it has some... Some good qualities. There's, like, one good song that I really like. Um, but uh, in it, like, I do really like, they portray him just, like, as a complete idiot. Like, he's here. <laughs> he is in a group of assassins, and they're, like, this moron. Like, even in the play about yeah. people murdering people or trying to, they're, like, ugh, this guy. And I'm, like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> that even there, among the, you know, cream of the crap, that they're, like, wow, look at this trash bag. Yeah. Isn't he uh, extra special garbage? Which is so impressive because yeah. a lot of would-be assassins, like, they're so bad at it. Yeah. Like, they can't even pull it out of the hat. No. They can't, they can't kill the guy. Yeah. Uh, or the, the person they try to kill is so badass, they, like— don't care. They survive the bullet, and then they just turn around and beat the crap out of the yeah. assassin. Or just continue doing what they were doing and pretend it didn't happen. And they're like, I'm going to finish this speech. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Or, or like, Andrew Jackson's like, I'm going to beat you to death with my cane if you try <laughs> to shoot me, idiot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then, like, all those people, regardless of whether they succeeded or not, they all hate this guy. They're like, yeah. this idiot. They're like, this moron. I can't believe he succeeded. And he didn't even do it. The doctors did it. The doctors had to finish the job. the only way it could have worked. Right. So, yeah, he – and apparently, according to one of the entries on Wikipedia, right, 
Um, Because I was reading Murderpedia to get, like, an outline, but Murderpedia is literally just Wikipedia (laughs) about murders. (laughs) Like, they just take the Wikipedia article and put it on their website, which I'm like, that's cheating. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that until now, and I was like, oh. But uh, good to know, I guess. But there's no source for this, which annoys me because I'm like, Mm -hmm. come on, Wikipedia. Like, this is such a bold claim to make to not give me a source, and I don't have time to read this whole book, so I can't do it. But uh, there's apparently a claim that even though he thinks that people love him, even though people clearly hate him, Mm -hmm. and also apparently that two people tried to kill him, like to assassinate him. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any sources for that or evidence that that happened. Mm -hmm. I believe it. (laughs) Yeah. Because who wouldn't try? Who wouldn't try? Especially after he killed the president. Yeah. Like lots of people do that. You know, like the guy who killed um, Lee Harvey Oswald, Mm -hmm. like just shot him because he shot the president. Right. And so it's like, yeah. I mean, unless you believe conspiracy theories. You're right. Sure. Which like maybe. (laughs) Maybe I do. Was it from within the car? (laughs) Was it inside your own mind that the bullet (laughs) exploded? I mean, that one actually has merit. (laughs) We killed him. (laughs) All of us together. Yeah, so he argues, like I said, that Gar- he didn't kill Garfield, that uh, it was medical malpractice, um, and that they should go after them for murdering him. I mean... And everybody's like, no. If they, if he just got sick one day, sure. and they killed him. And they, like, gave him a blood disease. Maybe. Sure. But uh, he was shot first. Yep. So... By you. So no. So maybe not. Um, so, of course, he gets the death penalty. Mm-hmm. I mean, who deserves it more? Right. <laughs> <We've> so <laughs> In a time when states are very willing to kill people for crimes, all of them. Yeah. Who deserves it more than you who <laughs> killed the president? Right. They're like, we can't wait to not have to we listen to you anymore. cannot wait to kill you. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's like there's no doubting it. Like, people witnessed it. He admits it. Like you multiple times, times, several times. He and can't wait to admit it. It's just so obvious that it's him. He thinks he's going to get a job out of it. Yeah, or famous, um, which is funny to me. I have to say because I don't think most people have heard about this or know about him. Right. right. Like this isn't actually in like the active American consciousness no. of like history. No, it's not. Like John Wilkes Booth, one hundred percent. Yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald, a thousand percent. Because like Garfield as a president isn't in the American consciousness. No, we don't really care about him as a president, no. so we don't care about his assassin. Yeah. So it didn't even work. <laughs> so uh, too bad. Yikes. Did his uh, book see a boost in sales? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter because he wouldn't see any of the profits. I mean, maybe he would have at the time. Maybe. I don't know when the I don't know when the uh, laws got put in that you can't make money off of, like, your crimes in prison. <laughs> so it might not have been happening yet. But um, I don't think that many people read his book. Yeah. It's I, don't, it's, I don't think it really worked. Can't imagine it. Because they don't want to give money to him. Especially if he could get the money at the time. They're like, why would I do that? And also, like, everyone thinks he's crazy because he probably is. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, why would, what, what am I doing? No reason to. What, what, what am I doing? Yeah, apparently while he's in prison, he's, like, actively making plans um, to go on a lecture circuit across the country. Wow. Because he thinks he's going to get out. And that people are going to be really interested in what he has to say, finally. That's like, that's almost like I almost feel bad like giving him the death penalty, he I almost don't know if he understands what's happening. Uh, Does he yeah. even know what he did? Yeah, he knows. 
He does say, though, at some point in his autobiography that, um, you know, he's sending him to heaven. So, like, it's not like he's going to a bad place. So it's like I didn't do a bad thing Mm -hmm. because, like, he's going to a good place. So, like, why is everyone mad? There's some, like, extreme mental health stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. like— He's got severe problems. You are out of control, my dude. And I mean, honestly, I do understand him, like, blaming it on that community and that idea because if he is raised on those ideas from his dad like he claims he is, Mm -hmm. like, then of course he wouldn't think this is a wrong thing to do. Sure. Like, because he really believes that the whole time, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like— and it doesn't seem to be an excuse so much as, like, an actual thing he believes. So he's like, "Of why would that—why is it bad? I don't understand. Sure. God's not mad at me. Yeah. God told me I can do whatever I want. I got baptized. I'm mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Why is everyone freaking out? And I'm just like, you're so delusional. Like, in whatever weird belief you have, it's broken you in the worst way possible. You're broken. <laughs> and it's like it's not saying that he wouldn't have done this anyway mm-hmm. and like had another reason because he's like a sociopath or something. So right. he's like I don't I don't feel bad. I don't get it. But I definitely think that helps. So I'm also like, you know, Oneida community they don't like I don't know about how they end, obviously. Right. Cuz it could end terribly and I just don't know because I didn't read that much about it. Mm-hmm. But if nothing else, they produced this man with their ideas by doing this. Yeah. And so I'm like, even if it's like everything was fine and cool and you guys just stopped doing it because your, like, leader died, it's like your ideas made this happen. Yeah. So maybe and, they're bad. And, like, in a way, it kind of had to. It only takes, like, one person mm-hmm. in a community where the end result of your theory of, hey, nothing you do will be bad. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, reasonable people are like, oh, well, that's really nice. Sure. Because nothing I do is going to be that extreme. It only takes one person yep. of an extreme inclination to— To hear that. To hear that and be, and like, be like, oh, oh, I'll kill the president. Oh, it also reminds me— Oh, um, what? You're going to what? <laughs> no, that's not okay. I mean, that's not okay. Oh, well, you He's said— like, but you just said— But you said— Anything. But you said— yeah. Why would God lie? We can't do these sweeping generalizations. <laughs> Maybe your sweeping generalization isn't a good one. Then. And, as, and like, you know, as damaging as religion can be to people and how they think and like how they feel guilty and what like they really care about and don't care about as far as like what's important and not important actually. Um, like things like this, like weird culty ideas that like absolve you of all problems <laughs> are worse I think in general. Yeah, it's pretty bad, pretty bad friend. Yeah. That mm. I'm like, it's it's a good thing this died because people would be using this all over the place. Because it just sounds like you want an excuse. Yeah. You just want an excuse. It sounds to me like you do. I'm going to read you a short play that <laughs> Gateau wrote. A very short play. Incredibly short. It's a tableau, mm-hmm. if you will. So it's like a religious thing. Oh. Scene between the Almighty... And my murderers. Oh. He's being murdered. Okay. Not Garfield, who was removed. Yes. He's being murdered. He, yeah. Because there's no reason to kill him. Because mm-hmm. he didn't kill any. He didn't commit a crime. No, but neither did his murderers because they're... Oh, but have they been baptized? I mean, maybe they have. He doesn't know. But he doesn't know they did? Yeah. The Almighty. Why did you murder my man, Gato? Crocker, crying and wailing. I was warden. You wanted my salary. 
no excuse, go to hell. <laughs> oh, no. The Almighty to Arthur. Chester Allen Arthur. Uh-huh. Why did you not pardon Mr. Gateau? I wanted to, but was afraid it would defeat my nomination in 84. No excuse, you ingrate. Go to hell. <laughs> Heat up Mr. Devil. <laughs> the Almighty to Newspaper Man. He doesn't even know his name. Newspaper Man. Why did you hound my man to death? To death. We did not believe he was your man. No excuse. Go to hell. <laughs> this is a masterpiece. I know. It's the best play I've ever heard. Go to hell. The Almighty to the American people. This is the end. <laughs> For your diabolical spirit towards my man, I will destroy your nationality, as I did with the Jewish nation. Oh, whoa. He's getting anti-Semitic in here. Oh, whoa. Woo! I know. So far, he hasn't done anything, like, really racist or gross, except for call black people colored people, which is, like, not the worst thing to do. Like, for the time, you're doing great. Yeah, not bad at all. You don't have any slaves. You're, like, fine. But, um, this. Yeah. Whoa. But, like, the Jews, I'm going to destroy you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, they're all gone. Great. Uh, it took me nearly 40 years to get even with the Jews for killing my man. Okay. And I will get even with you for killing Mr. Gateau. You are doomed! Go to hell. The end. <laughs> well, he did, he did one thing. Beautiful play. One thing was good. Okay. So he's upset that the jury... <laughs> he's upset. So he's upset. He's upset because the jury doesn't... They're not convinced of the divine inspiration he had. And they convict him of the murder. And he's like, why? And um, he appeals. And then his appeal gets rejected. Well, that doesn't seem fair. What? What's up with this? What's up with this? Uh, what up with that? I thought the American justice system was supposed to let me appeal. I mean, it did. Uh-huh. It doesn't did. mean you win, loser. <laughs> it did. So before he dies, he gets hanged mm-hmm. in 1882. Before he dies, he's got his last words, which are not the poem. I, or I mean, the play I just read. But they are a poem. <laughs> I wish it had been a whole staged play. They are a poem I'm going to read to you. A poem. I can't remember if this was true or if this was a joke from a sa- the Assassin musical. Mm-hmm. But I think it was from the musical. But that might it still might be true. Yeah. That he asked for an orchestra to play <laughs> yes. while he read this. How extra. And to, like, sing it. Wow. And they were like, no. Wow. And then he was like, fine, I'll just read it, I guess. Fine. Oh. Okay. Can I get a whole orchestra and a choir of angels? No. <laughs> Get ready for the best poem you've ever heard. I can't wait. <laughs> he, Sorry, he starts by explaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am now going to read some verses which are intended to indicate my feelings at the moment of leaving this world. Uh, if set to music, they may be rendered very effective. So that, <laughs> He's like, it was supposed to have a soundtrack. It's supposed to be a song. Uh, but you deprived me of my true they, artistic they intent. let me do it. This is, okay, so regardless of anything else. Yeah. This is actually pretty fascinating to me because you you really do always wonder, what would I make if I knew I was going to die? And this is it. And this is like, this is legit. Yeah. So I am a little excited Here to we go. hear this. Sorry, but still prefacing. The idea is that of a child babbling to his mama and his papa. 
I wrote it this morning about 10 o'clock. Okay. So it's fresh. It's fresh. Pretty fresh. I am going to the Lordy. I am so glad. I am going to the Lordy. I am so glad. Mm. I am going to the Lordy. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Uh-huh. I am going to the Lordy. I love the Lordy with all my soul. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. And that is the reason I am going to the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. I am going to the Lord. I saved my party and my land. Glory, hallelujah. But they have murdered me for it. And that is the reason I am going to the Lordy. Glory, oh. hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Oh. I am going to the Lordy. I wonder what I will do when I get to the Lordy. I guess that I will weep no more when I get to the Lordy. Glory, hallelujah. I wonder what I will see when I get to the Lordy. I expect to see the most glorious things beyond all earthly conception when I am with the Lordy. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. I am with the Lord. <laughs> Go to hell. That's it. <laughs> Just imagining like a quiet kind of mystified audience watching this. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. And, you know, there is a song that's like this. Yeah. There, there. You probably There's an actual song. You probably know it. Mm-hmm. Mm. That sounds like this. That has nothing to do with murder <laughs> at all. So I believe that's the tune he wanted it to be too. Yeah. So he's plagiarizing even his last work. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, uh, <laughs> this is original. Don't steal. Uh, Don't trace. Yeah. Don't steal, don't trace. Uh, and I, the last thing I want to tell you, because we were talking about this just a second ago, was um, that, you know, you don't think he's mentally sound. No. Right? Something's wrong with him. And neither did his defense team. Yeah. And so they wanted to argue insanity. Of course, because it's a smart defense at this point. And Gateau vehemently insisted that while he had been legally insane at the time of the shooting... <laughs> which he, he agrees, um, he was not medically insane, which is one of the major causes of the rift between him and his defense lawyers because he wouldn't agree to it. What a weird uh, uh, what a weird point of contention, my dude. And the, probably the reason the jury assumed he was merely trying to deny responsibility. <laughs> so it didn't work. Um, but, like, people do think that he might have been legally, medically any type of insane. Something's weird. Um, like something's something's bad. Something's weird. And yeah. like your boy Booth, mm-hmm. they do he does mention that he had that idea about killing Garfield and then at first he was like, no, that's not a good idea. And then <laughs> that's not a good idea. And then he says it returned to his mind and he was like, okay, maybe and that he read some newspapers, and they were like, ew, Garfield's the worst. And he was like, oh, people would love if I did this. Yeah. So once again, there is that push of, like, you have ideas in your brain that aren't very good, mm-hmm. and then you read sources where people are supporting those ideas yeah. that pushes you over the edge, perhaps, <laughs> to do those things. In just, like, extreme bad ways, because mm-hmm. you are personally in a bad place. Right. And once again, it's like you can't specifically blame those articles on why it happened. Of course not. Because a lot of people read those and do not kill the president. Right. You can't account for every single person who might 
interact with your, you know, media you're making. Like us talking about assassins in general, right? It's like maybe someone hears this and could possibly be like, that's a good idea. But it's not like that becomes our fault. Right. It's just like a lot of people were in that um, Oneida Mm -hmm. community. How many of them went on to murder people? I know only one of them murdered a president. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. There you go. So it happens. It's But it's a, it's been a really interesting, like, us learning about these things, I feel like. Because, um, you know, it's, like, kind of a darker subject, obviously. Maybe not the funniest thing in the world to people. <laughs> uh, assassinations aren't generally considered funny. But it is really interesting, like, to look at, like, not what makes it happen, but what the common factors are between different people. Because there are common factors. Clear common factors yeah. between the people we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there, there's definitely, like, connecting threads of, like, why this occurs. And I'm sure we're not, like, the first people to discover this. I'm sure this is something a lot of people, you know, who are researching crimes and things know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know it. So yeah. it's very interesting to me. And um, specifically, I think this one's funny just because this guy is so much. He has no idea. <laughs> you right. are in a different place. You are in a different planet, my dude. Totally different universe. And, you know, you're saying, like, you feel like you're getting a headache and, like, the guy who wrote this, like, I'm feeling nauseous. Like, while I was reading it, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't. (laughs) It's bad. How? How? It's bad, my dude. How are you this delusional and, like, unable to comprehend you being the problem? Right. And, like, part of me is like, I I don't know if I should feel bad. Is, Is this, like, some kind of autism spectrum thing going on is it i like is how much of it is inside your head and how much of it is you just like deciding you don't care right and i would say like i mean maybe it's one it could be a you know myriad of things yeah but like none of those excuse anything right it still comes down plenty of people have autism or mental health issues and they don't kill anyone exactly (laughs) So, like, the problem becomes that, like, some people just, like, the way that they're wired and the way that they're functioning, if you hit them with a few things in their life, it's like something snaps and they just go bad. And they just don't care, too. Yeah. Like, I this, mean, this guy clearly, he th- his needs are above everybody else's right. needs. Like, obviously, I don't want to diagnose anyone, mm-hmm. um, but, like, from what his wife says about him, it yeah, it sounds like he's got, like, sociopathic tendencies. Like, he definitely doesn't feel bad for what he's doing. And then his beliefs, like, religiously are excusing everything he's doing. Yeah. So it's like... Like, some people at this time might feel like I can do no wrong, but, like, religion might be keeping them in line. Sure. And religion is doing the exact opposite for him. It set him free. It is, like, catapulting him into his terrible future. It set him loose. Yeah. The juice is on the loose. It it jekylled and hired him (laughs) out onto the president. So badly. Yikes. Well, don't kill a president today. Please don't. Um... I mean, don't give don't. people opportunities just because you feel bad for them, please. He didn't deserve half of what he tried to do. No. And it, I really think that didn't help either, that it just gave him, like, an inflated sense of self and, like, like that he was worth these things, that he deserved things for nothing. What is the F politeness? Yeah. Don't, yeah. That's the MFM, F yeah. politeness. Yeah. yeah. Don't, uh, 
You don't have to be polite to people just because. Yeah. Just because he keeps begging for a job to be ambassador to Paris. No. No. And you know what? Like, obviously, they didn't give it to him, and he did a terrible thing. But that doesn't mean if he got it, he wouldn't have done a terrible thing. He just would have... Gosh, can it you just would have been in Paris and uh, caused an international incident. You know, that right kind of, after World, I mean, not World War One, right after the Civil War in America. He would have caused the First World War, probably. <laughs> and he would have done it for Jesus. Uh, yeah, how embarrassing! It would. Oh, I mean, we only could have looked worse because of him. <laughs> yeah, it only would have been worse. At least it stayed in the house. Yeah, at least we only. Got rid of Garfield, one of our lesser-known cat-based presidents. <laughs> a lesser-known cat-based. Who's our more prominent cat-based president? <laughs> Hold on, let me think. Polk? Polk? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not I think sure. He's the only one. <laughs> our only cat-based president. Yeah. Lesser-known and also cat-based. Mm-hmm. There was a... a Oxford comma. And at some point, I, I was going to say, too, like, I really want to do an episode about all the presidents at some point, mm-hmm. um, just because I want to know what's the business. What's their deal? Because there's just, like, if you learn American history, there's just giant dark spots where I have yeah. no idea the who's whole president <laughs> or what's going on. The whole center of the thing. It's like, and then, I don't know, one of them's named Zachary. I didn't know. <laughs> one of them's named Tyler. I don't believe that, um, but I've heard. And, like... I, I didn't know almost anything about this. Yeah, right? I didn't know he was one of the presidents who had been assassinated. I was like, I knew there was a couple. Right, and I had no idea it was that soon after Lincoln. Oh, I forgot. I almost forgot to say. Um, like, he's the bones that are in with Booth's bones. Oh. He's the bones in the drawer with Booth. Oh. This guy. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Which Good is why I was like, oh, I should look at him. Good to know. And then I was like, who is who what? Damn bones. <laughs> what are you doing? But anyway... Uh, this is not, I don't think, our Garfield episode, because <laughs> I'd like it to actually be about him instead of about nasty garbage boy. Yeah. But, um, you know, then when that happens eventually, you can remember this. Well, no, we'll direct you back to this. And you can think about while Garfield is doing probably great things in a war or something. I don't know. I guess he's Republican, so maybe not great things in a war. But is this before Republicans switch? No, this is like this early is early Republicans are the the more liberal Republicans. Right. Like Lincoln Republicans. He's probably doing good things in the war. <laughs> um, Who knows? Or just like he's just living his life, having a good time. And you could just think about how this loser is trying to do all his nasty so stuff. So we're out there as a nasty boy. Who's trying to write stupid books and like be a lawyer, I guess. Terribly. Anyway, thanks for listening today. Yay. We hope there was some funny in there for you to enjoy. It was kind of compounded at the end there because he just gets real stupid at the end. Lordy, lordy, hallelujah. But, yeah, don't shoot anybody. Don't. You know, if you if you have, like, extreme thoughts about things, because we all do sometimes, mm-hmm. just, like, take a step back and, like, think about it. And be yeah. like, is that something... That, like, if I if I told that to another person, like, how would they react to that? Right. If I was like, you know what will fix it? Shooting the president. It's like, if they would be like, uh-oh. <laughs> you think? Then uh, <laughs> double think. You know, think it—not double think, obviously. Big brother. Mm-hmm. But um, think, think twice about things. <laughs> Next time on Big Brother. <laughs>
<laughs> what if they had all the assassins on Big Brother? Ooh, who would win? We should In have that be time. its own episode. <laughs> <laughs> Our heroes and assassins. Yes. Um, who would win? Like who's like the strongest assassin? Well, it but it also could be just who's the smartest assassin. Oh, true. Who's the best at forming alliances? <laughs> we'll save that for a bonus episode where we who, just talk nonsense. Who would be the showmances? <laughs> We'll just pull the list of characters from Assassins, the musical, and we'll we'll write our own fan fiction about it. Yes. Um, I was go- We were. I was thinking about having us watch the musical because you can watch it on YouTube. So if you guys are interested in watching it, go for it. Yeah. Um, but I listened to the whole soundtrack, and it's not it, fam. So. Yeah, Alexis wasn't impressed. No. So um, we're not going to do that. But like, I'm not a I'm not a musical person, so I'm like, whatever. I just trusted. Yeah, it's not good. But then you ex- you tried talking about it with me. I'm like, it sounds great. It sounds great in theory. Like, what was the part? It's like the guy has a headache that won't go away. Stomachache. Stomachache that won't go away. And he's like, I don't know what to do. I've tried everything. I'll kill FDR. <laughs> you think that'll work? Oh. Have you, yeah, why not? <laughs> Have you thought about killing the president? <laughs> yeah, we'll post that song because it's yeah. hilarious. Um and we should talk about him sometime. Sad belly boy. <laughs> everyone's, no everyone's got a reason to kill a president when they do it, whether or not it's good or bad. Right. And Gateau's was a sell books. <laughs> Sometimes you want to sell books. And the only way to do it is this. I, as, as a bookseller, I can't think of any <laughs> better or other way There's to sell no books. no way possible. Than to kill a president. <laughs> Can you imagine if your publishing, like, agent told you that this would be a good idea to sell your book? I mean, somewhere, uh, if that happened, they'd be like, oh, we have to get that published right now. <laughs> like, uh, imagine if, like, you had, like, a, I don't know, like a JFK mm-hmm. You know, biography that was set to publish. Yeah. And then, like, he got shot. And you were like, get it out right now. Oh, yeah. Go, 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 I mean, not that you want him to die. Yeah. But. But. But, you know, capitalism. Whatever. But, you know, capitalism. (laughs) Anyway, bye, bye. 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 Bye, 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 bye.